Are you seeking more energy, inspiration, wisdom? If so, you're not alone. Each episode is a glimpse into the live discussions we're creating at TogetherWeSeek.online. I'm JJ Geronimo, a lightworker and curious soul, interviewing some amazing practitioners and lightworkers to explore inspiration and ancient wisdom with the goal of illuminating our knowing, brightening our path, and further manifesting our work. Hello, hello, it's JJ here. I'm so excited to be starting the third season of Together We Seek podcast. The practitioners are amazing and I have worked with so many of them and they've worked with my friends and I feel like it's such an amazing way to bring great women together, both online and through the podcast. So thank you again for listening and today's guest is no different. Luna Hart is an amazing practitioner that has had a really fantastic journey of self-discovery. And now she's helping so many women really kind of dive into what's happening inside of their body so that they can live a more optimal life. Luna and I have been working together for a couple months now, and I'm super excited. Oh, JJ, thanks for having me. It's an honor to be here. Well, tell us a little bit about the work you're doing now. Yeah, so I work all online and mostly with women and really focus on supporting women just feeling comfortable in their bodies, living their most um, fullest life. And I do that using a couple of different methods. I love using functional lab work so we can really get that nitty gritty data that, you know, sometimes we can't always intuit. And then I also like to still use the intuition and definitely get the foundations of the diet, rest, exercise, stress reduction, and a personalized supplementation to really get people working at their highest level. And um, yeah, it's just been a true honor because I feel like... um, this is what I'm doing now is what I've always been wanting to do. And um, it's finally like, I feel like my legacy work and um, it took me a long time to get here. Um, So it's just like every day I step into my office. I love that. I love that. And as you know, so many people that listen to this podcast are trying to start things off. Sure. And I was thinking about it. Like there's actually some really sweet parts of my health journey that I typically don't share on social media or even on my website. And I think it's actually some sweet, um, sweet things that I feel comfortable sharing here. So um, stay tuned to the very end of this health story, because there are some some parts of it that I kind of keep a little more private, actually. Um, But really, my health journey started at a really young age. And this really, when I share the story, it comes with no shame or blame. Um, I really uh, have no regrets about my health journey. I feel honestly like it made me the person I am today. But growing up, my stepdad was a pharmacist and I had the chronic, really bad strep throat. And I was in and out of the doctors, say four times a year, getting antibiotics. And eventually they wanted to take out my tonsils. And at a very young age, I remember just being like, no, don't let them take out my tonsils. And I remember my stepdad looking at me, he's like, I'll never let them take out your tonsils. And so his way of doing that out of like the true, like his heart, like he thought he was saving me is he put me on antibiotics as a vitamin. And so I actually on and off took antibiotics throughout my whole growing up and didn't realize I had quote unquote, an addiction to antibiotics until I left um, school 
for college. And I realized that was the moment when I like actually called him up. I'm like, I have strep throat. He's like, okay, you're a big girl. Now you have to go to the doctors and get your own antibiotics. Um, and then I started to just question, like, I was just like, this is weird. Like, I don't see other people needing antibiotics. Like I need antibiotics and I'll never forget the first naturopath who was just like, I told her my story and she's like, yeah. so at the age of 19, I was on my health journey. Um, but soon after that, I lost my cycle at age 21. I lost my cycle for seven years, like did not menstruate. And this was a huge part of my journey, like just being so confused, like and I'll let you know that another interesting synchronicity was that I took the name Luna as in like a name, like literally right before I lost my cycle, my moon cycle, you know? So here I am like initiating myself into Luna and now I'm not bleeding. And I was just like, this is, this is not right. Like I, where's my menstruation? So this was literally almost two decades ago. And I remember going to the medical professionals, even some naturopaths, and just trying to figure out what the heck was going on. And often I was told that my blood work was all normal and there was nothing that they could do for me. And the only thing that they ever could recommend for me was the hormonal birth control, which just for anybody on this call who doesn't know, that would literally just be masking my symptoms. Um, the birth control pill would have made it look like I had a menstruation, but technically my hormones wouldn't be creating a menstruation. I wouldn't be ovulating and then menstruating some days afterwards. Um, so it was a band-aid approach. And I just said no for seven whole years. Like they kept saying, like I saw so many doctors that were like birth control pill. And then it was like towards the end of that seven years, I really like splurged some, some big funds to see this hormone specialist. And I remember walking into this fancy clinic and throwing down all this money to see this high-end hormone specialist. And I remember just sitting down and she never like asked me some of the basics, like, how's your gut health? How was your childhood? Did you take a lot of antibiotics? Um, are you exposed to any environmental toxins? Where do you live? What's your home like? What's your stress levels like? All these really crucial underlying factors that really are important for hormone health. She didn't ask me anything. And she just kind of took like this really brief health history and then was like, I think we need to put you on hormonal replacement therapy. So HRT, um, which is just once again, it, at certain times, yes, that could be a really good remedy for an extreme hormone imbalance. But it's always after you factor in all the other things that are causing the imbalance. And, you know, meanwhile, just so you know, like on the side of going to these doctors, I am doing my own work. Like I was on my digestive health journey. I was doing seasonal detox and I was listening deeply to my body and my needs and trying to figure out what was going on. And so anyways, the specialist, she's like, this is all I have for you. And I'm like, I just looked at her and I was like, no, I was like, I am going to get my period back. <laughs> and I walked out of her office and um, yeah, this is the part that I actually typically don't always like share like readily on uh, 
social media or even on my website, but it feels like like your audience would resonate with it, is that um, I, at the time, was living on a, a big property of land in Northern California. And that was part of the healing. I had to start to move slower. And I just became, I was gardening, I was composting, I wasn't driving as much, and I was just moving a lot slower. And um, basically had a roommate and he was leaving to see his spiritual teacher. And I looked at him, I was like, when you get back, I'm going to be menstruating. And I remember telling him that, and what I was being called to do in that moment was to set up a ceremony for myself. And I had some plant medicine that I brought back from Peru and I created a sacred circle for myself just by following my intuition. I had my journal out. I had my drum out. I had candles out and I sat there and I just prayed and I ended up bleeding the very next day. And like, literally like my, my roommate came back and he was like, he's like, I'm like, I'm bleeding. <laughs> I think I probably had like menstrual blood, like, you know, <laughs> you know, like tattooed on my face now, but uh, it was definitely like the deepest moment. I could not believe that I was finally menstruating after seven years. And then um, what happened from there is just like me moving back into being in my body and remembering what it was like to be a cycling female. And um, yeah, so I really, um, now I'm 44. I think I just shared my Dutch test on Instagram and, you know, my estrogen, progesterone and testosterone were all perfectly within range. And, you know, here I am 44, like I was in menopause in my twenties and I feel like I just don't want any woman to think that their story is their end all be all. Like there is so many, so much room to really support underlying phase. So that is amazing. There's so many ways I want to take this, but first I just want to celebrate the menstrual cycle because I feel like so many of us dread it. It's such a negative energy we put on it. And even having a daughter that's through it, and you know, she's in her teenage years. You know, when she got her menstrual cycle, we had like a little dinner and celebrating. And she's like, mom, you know, we're like the only ones doing this. Do you just want to go to dinner? And I'm like, no, I don't. Because I've read so many books like The Red Tent and so much historical books around women and how society makes us feel so yucky about such an amazing, just an amazing piece of our body. And I think it's amazing the work you do now because you're helping women across the whole spectrum. But the fact that like it kind of started with your menstrual cycle is just absolutely fantastic that you wanted to get it back. Most women have would never say like, yeah, you know, it's interesting when you don't have it in your, in the menstruating years, um, you don't feel right. Like I, at that time of not having, I literally didn't date a single person because like, I honestly, I didn't have the pheromones. Like there's so many things that hormones give off. Like I didn't date because of other reasons too. I wasn't well on many levels. Um, but like, I do feel like these hormones are like, especially in our menstruating years when we're supposed to have this fluctuation through our cycle, 
they make us who we are. And unfortunately we see it as like, you know, like you said, society has really painted it as like, you know, the moody woman before her period. And, um, you know, but this is like the hills and the valleys of being a woman. And to be very honest, they should be celebrated. And I totally feel what you're saying. Like, I actually like, I mean, when you look at the timeline of womanhood, it's like, we get the period. It's like, here's your pads and tampons, like, shh, you know, and then soon after that, it's like, here's the birth control. Let's even hide it even further. Um, but like, it's true. Like actually our fertility and our ovulation and just the flow of our cycle is like such a beautiful expression of, of being a woman. And for me, I do celebrate it. And at the same time, when I do have clients who are like, like, I don't want to bleed. I, I'm just like, you know, I feel for them and I also don't push them. Like, you know, I understand that's where they're at. So. And I just, I just love this energy because it really gives us like a little space to just appreciate our bodies more. I think so many women overlook the beautifulness of your body, whether or not you choose to have kids, whether or not you choose to bleed, you know, if you use cups or you use other things, it really doesn't matter. It's like, we are so perfectly orchestrated for such amazing work. And I'm not definitely, I'm definitely not talking about the work that happens in corporate offices or in our business, but just being a woman on the planet right now and how important it is that we really nestle into our fullness and our cycle. And we talk, when we were talking, we were talking about the vitalness of our. Yeah. So, you know, just my story is the perfect story to, to demonstrate, like when I wasn't menstruating, my cycle was not well. And so it was the tall tell sign that something was wrong. And so that's why it's just so confusing to me to go to like a medical professional and the every don't know everything is normal. Like you're like, no, nothing is normal right now. Um, so, and what I'll say is like, very truly, I, what I, I'm a functional health practitioner, but I also am a fertility awareness educator. So I teach women to track their cycles. And when I see my clients realize how sensitive they realize they are, their hormones, their cycle to the stressors of life, it's like this like eye-opening, like, you know, it could be just the the vacation or the traveling, or it could be, you know, the diet change or the medication. Or for me, like most recently what happened is I got food poisoning and my cycle was a total chaos for, you know, one to almost two cycles and then I got it back. Um, but you know, it's like we don't realize that our cycles will be a meter for how we're doing. So by tracking it and become a big problem. Mm, That is beautiful. That is beautiful. And, you know, I always talk about in my book and with different people that we learn our lessons from people early on in life. And so have you done some deep work on? Yeah, I mean, it was such an insult on my immune system. So on like a physical level, it was just an extreme insult on my gut microbiome. It got my, the healthy, friendly bacteria in your gut is truly the immune system of your gut. And so, and then it it actually just kind of became a a codependency actually, where my immune system might've slightly 
like took a break and said, okay, the antibiotics has it. Um, and yeah, there was on so many levels, just actually having to, to, to reestablish and come out of that trauma. Like on some ways it was a trauma, um, that I had to heal and resolve. Mm, I think that's beautiful. Cause I always say like what you grew up with sometimes is some of your life's work and the fact that you are in this field now, but went through like essentially medical trauma and then your cycle on top of it and your tonsils. I think we're great testing slash, you know, grounds for self-learning. And now the work that you do now is really makes you focus on how the body works. And I feel like for me, I, that's not my specialty. Mine is, you know, energy and women and standing up for them and leaning into what's calling. And I grew up in a family that, you know, my mom didn't have, didn't tap into her power and like seeing that was a feeding ground for kind of the work I do now. And so I do think we get our, some of our life work lessons from, you know, what happens under the roof in which we spend, you know, the first 15, 20 years of our life. Yeah, that's true. Mm, So powerful. So I want to take a minute and just kind of talk about the work we've been doing, because I think it's something that, again, giving yourself permission to lean into yourself. And I've gone through you know, I'm on the other side of my uh, cycle and period. And I noticed my body changing in more ways than one. And I too went to the doctors. I too got tests and, you know, everyone's like, oh, you're fine. You need hormone replacement now. And, you know, a series of opportunities to make that happen. But I really felt like I could heal myself or I could at least level myself out. And I feel like the work I've been doing with you has helped me recognize where I need to really balance myself, pull things down, push things up. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, You know, when the body is presenting, like, I think my greatest core message for people is to just start listening to our bodies and our bodies will signal when we need support. So, and it's really important that we don't bypass those. The minute that the messages come up, we start to listen. And sometimes you don't know exactly what to do. Um, So that's where some functional lab work can be very helpful. Um, The difference between functional lab work and say, just testing with like, a medical practitioner, um, a standard medical practitioner, is we're not looking to diagnose any disease. Um, We're looking for healing opportunities and how to optimize health. And I think that's very much where you were at, JJ, is like, you know, it's not like you need to go to a doctor, you actually needed a functional health practitioner to see where can I optimize in this stage in my life? How can I make this better? How can I be the best version of myself? And so we ran a stool analysis and a hair tissue mineral analysis, which I really feel helps get to some of the root causes of some things. And and then you get to really just make some adjustments um, based on the lab work, which you know really is just kind of optimizing the diet, optimizing the rest, um, exercise, stress reduction, and then using some supplements to balance, rebalance some of these depletions that you're seeing and some of the, you know, pathogens even on the GI map, the stool analysis. So that is so true. And I will say, I will admit, you know, I want to work at optimal speed. I feel like I still have a lot of life work to do. And I feel like I, even more now than ever, I have to take better care of myself, which I didn't really do in my twenties and thirties. 
and even 40s. And I feel like now that I'm in my 50s, I have some catching up to do. And I will even admit, you know, we did we did the samples, we looked at everything. Um, and Luda did an amazing job just putting a few, few vitamins together. I said, you know, I don't want to do 20 vitamins. I need to have it between five and 10 because that's what I can really handle now. So I think knowing what you can handle is important, but it still took me some time to get it into my schedule and I'm still working on it today. I'm drinking uh, my turmeric tea, which I love, but I've added the immune system, you know, mega IG 2000. And it's great because everybody in my family has been sick and I have, so I'm like super excited about that, but I really think it's about shifting, 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 shifting. So you want to talk a little bit maybe about what shifting means for your clients and how to kind of get started or how, what kind of mindset do you have to kind of get into this? Yeah, I would say most people who come to me um, are a little bit more like things are stacking on, like, you know, like, and it's like become this severe moment of needing change. And I think for you, like you have, you know, a few things stacking on, which I'm always like really happy about, um, like to, to be more in the preventative, super preventative care with just a few things stacking on, which is just so great. And maybe why you didn't make immediate changes because life is okay. You know, um, you're just looking to optimize. Um, but I would say a lot of my clients do come to me where it's like, it's, like about to break. And um, so they do actually usually move a little quicker into say recommendations because there's like they're gripping for it. Um, But there is like a wide range of in my work that I just want to, you know, I move at my client's pace. Um, And I do work with people everywhere from four months to a year long. And um, it's just really based on, I mean, the work that we're doing uh, me and you, JJ, is we're doing something smaller, but I do like for certain things, you know, it's like, oh yeah, we need a whole year to like really make a change in this. And that's just being honest. And then some people I'm like, oh yeah, we can, we can definitely turn this over in four months. So it's like a wide range. And I'm, and I'm glad that I can hold and just go at the pace of my clients. I think what's most important is whatever you're doing should not add more stress because you can't heal in a state of stress. So I think things like with you, JJ, you have a lot going on and we don't want to cause more stress by the protocol, but we do want to start to weave it in a way that is easeful and it's just going to continue to support you. So, Mm. well, I appreciate it. And I love bringing these conversations forward because I know just through the work I've done over the last two decades, that if I'm moving through this, there's probably more women too. And I love bringing practitioners to the forefront that can be a level of wisdom, a level of knowing, give people options. I think many people that listen to the podcast and participate in the community are doing really big work, really big work. And what I've learned through doing work that really like illuminates my path and the ones for others that we do have to take care of ourselves. We do have to invest in ourselves because Without our engine, you know, it's hard to make other things kind of move forward. So as we're wrapping up, Luna, do you have any words of advice or other stories you want to share that you think will really kind of, oh, just bring together some of the work that you're doing? 
for me, I get completely honored to witness people's healing. And, um, and really, it's like setting forth, not only with all the lab work and the protocol, but it really comes down to that intention piece. And really claiming it. And I think that's kind of just cycling back to how I got my menstruation back. You know, it's like, it was not like all the things leading up to that moment were so important, but there was something so surreal about me claiming that this was an actual thing and it's happening now. And I think that piece is um, just has to be along the ride in a healing journey. So. Mm. I love that. And so many people ask me what light workers are. And if you can see Luna right now, she is illuminated. And I just really believe when women are in their life's work, you can tell because their face just completely lights up. And I feel like we're so honored to have you not only in our community, but helping us reclaim our womanness, our cycle of what it means to us. And I think for so many of us, like we, a lot of times the book in is we're sad to get it and happy for it to go, but there's a lot that happens in between and even before and after that. And I feel like it's just so great to have somebody to work with that can bring some of the lessons forward, but also some of the wisdom to even us out so that we're not having such traumatic experiences, you know, from our womb. So thank you so much for joining us. And that's a wrap. See you again here and over at togetherweseek.online where you can join live discussions with energy practitioners, healers, and spiritual leaders. See you there.